Steve, this is Matt from the Man Cave, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. What's your daily devotion for what? It's April the 17th. You're like, Matt, what are you doing? Are you out of it? I am out of it. Did you see that thing fly? That's crazy. Hey, guys, look, today we're going to be in Paul's writings. We're going to be in Ephesians. We're going to be in chapter 6. And I'm going to share something with you that I just recently learned, okay? But it has eluded me. You like that word? Eluded me a lot of my life. But once I had this key, I started putting it into some of the doors of the past. And you would not believe how I was enlightened, that I understood what was taking place in my life. And it's really going to help you. Look at me. Look at Listen to this video, okay? Guys, again, we're going to be in Ephesians, Paul's writings, okay? Chapter 6, we're looking at verse 12. Listen to this very carefully. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we are wrestling, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? So God is saying that we're not wrestling our wives, although some, it's fun to wrestle your wife. Yeah, yeah, this bump. That, that was a joke. That was a joke. But it is kind of fun. Let's not go there. Okay, 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 okay. Look, 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 look. So Paul's saying that we're not wrestling people. You're not wrestling the boss. You're not at odds with your boss, but you may think you are. See, guys, you're not at odds with that person at the gas station or that person in Walmart parking lot or that person who cuts you off or that person that you just can't stand at church. You're not at odds with them. You know what I'm saying? You're at odds with Satan and his demonic kingdom, okay? But how many people do you and I know, including ourselves, we think we're at odds. We think that person's against me, I'm against them, okay? Meaning there's tension, there's animosity, there's anger, there's bitterness, okay? There's unforgiveness. And why? Satan. See, God is saying and Paul is saying by way of the Holy Spirit that we're fighting the wrong enemy, we're absolutely fighting the wrong enemy, okay? Look at, look at, look at. You have gifts and I have gifts, okay? Watch this very carefully. How'd you get your gifts? I mean, did you get in the line that says free gifts and God was standing there and he said, what do you want? And he just, or did he choose the gifts for you? <clears throat> he chose the gifts for you, okay? And so you're gifted, I'm gifted. You're gifted in one way, I'm gifted in another way, okay? You have talents, I have different talents. You have abilities, I wish I could do what you do when you do what you do, but I can't because that's not how God made me, okay? And so since we're different, okay, sometimes there's conflict, okay? But my fight is never against another person, okay? Or their belief system. Watch this very carefully. My fight is never against an individual and what they believe. They believe what they believe, okay? Because of God or Satan, Okay, the Bible says that Satan has blinded their eyes that they can't see the truth. Okay, or God has opened up their eyes and they're responding to the truth. Yeah, honestly, honestly. So am I fighting a person? Never fighting a person. But am I fighting a person? Sometimes I am. Guys, I want to give you a great example. Okay, Matt's pretty consistent. And you're like, thanks, Matt. Is that your example? <laughs> no, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. I act like I act here on the man cave all the time. I don't change. I mean, 99% of what you see is what you get, okay? And if a person doesn't like me, guess what? They drop me real quick, okay? There's no mincing words with those people. Subscribe, unsubscribe. I'm getting, I'm knocking down the bell. Watch this very carefully. So you guys are used to me. If I meet you in Walmart or at In-N-Out Burger or at a gas station or at the mall or at the movie theater, okay? And I'll be seeing what you're watching, okay? But if you're in the movie theater with me, you're going to be watching something good. Watch this. You know more about me than I do you. Okay, you might say, Matt, Matt, guess what? It's George. It's George. I'm like, hey, George, how you doing? I hope George isn't packing because he's crazy. No, look at, look at, look at, look at. That's funny. That's funny. Look at, look at, look at. You know me because you watch me, but this is how I am all the time. 
in my example, my wife is very consistent at being herself. I mean, honestly, day in, day out, my wife is so consistent, okay? We're constant. We're always acting the same way. There are times, and I'm throwing this out there, okay? I'm burying my soul that I'm oppressed by the enemy, and I'm not consistent. Something's changed in me. What's happened? I'm under a satanic attack, and all of a sudden, I don't realize what's happening to me, okay? And I will verbalize things that I would not normally verbalize. I start getting short with people. I start letting things get to me. So guys, watch this very carefully. As I'm being attacked, as I'm being oppressed, okay? As I'm wrestling with the devil, okay? Watch this. I'm not handling it real well, okay? Why is that? Because God created angels, okay? And this angel decided not to serve God and is a fallen angel. We could use the word demon. The Bible described all of these creatures, okay? And here's the thing. You're never going to do real good fighting an angel, ever, okay? And so here's the thing. I, I, I'm uneasy on the inside. There's all this conflict going on inside me. I don't understand why am I feeling the way I'm feeling. I, I, I'm short. I always feel justified. Look at, look at, look at. One of the telltale signs that I'm being attacked is no matter what I have an issue with, because I'm now starting to pick on people, okay? I feel justified in what I'm doing, where God would call it sin, S-I-N. Watch this very carefully. As my wife is watching this, guess what she notices? That's not my husband. He's, kiss, he's consistent being himself. We even have names for each other. Are you with me? And so she realizes something is taking place here, okay? She understands it's a spiritual attack. She understands I'm under spiritual warfare, okay? Because 99% of the time, I act a certain way. But now, I'm acting like a jerk. I mean, I'm being critical. I'm using my mouth to tear down and not to build up. And so what is she to do? Watch this very carefully, okay? Am I to get in a fight with her? Because oftentimes when I'm oppressed, I want to go after people. Honestly, see, the devil is trying to train me up, okay, for me to attack, okay, to verbalize how I'm feeling towards someone because I feel so justified, okay, because what? Darkness is around me, and it's trying to harass me, and I'm, I'm covered with wickedness, okay? I am wrestling with the devil, okay? So what does she do? Do I go and I, I start picking a fight with her? I, I thought I said to do this. Watch this very carefully. You know what she does? She takes the higher road. She understands what's happening. She starts praying it away. Lord, I pray for my husband. I pray that you would bless him with your peace, that you would rebuke Satan, that you would rebuke those devils. I ask for a hedge of protection, a wall of fire. I ask for angels to be around my husband. I pray that you would bless him with yourself, that you would ask the enemy to go. Just as Michael said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. I say the same thing. See guys, we can't go person to person fighting. And some of you, when your husband or your wife is acting out, you start feeling justified. They can't treat me like that. And now you're wrestling your wife or you're wrestling your husband or you're wrestling your boss. Okay, he said this to me. I know I'm right. Friends, friends, it's, it's not a matter of right and wrong. It's, it's a matter of Christ and the love of God, and the mercy of God, and the grace of God, and the attributes of God, and what are, what are you? If you're a child of God, let's exhibit those things. Love conquers a multitude of sins, okay? And instead of fighting, start loving. Do you understand? See, that's what my wife does. She'll, she'll call me aside, and she'll say, what's going on? 
and she'll lay hands on me and she'll pray for me and she'll do all these things. See, the battle belongs to the Lord. I can't fight those demons. I can't fight those fallen angels, but I can stand fast in my faith. I pick up that shield of faith, okay, which quenches the fiery darts of doubt and unbelief. I can put on the helmet of salvation, which is the mind of Christ. So I understand what is taking place. I pick up the sword of the Spirit that's used offensively and defensively, meaning it's the word of God. I'm quoting this to the devil. Or when I'm in a weakened state, sometimes I can't fight. I, I, I mean, I know I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to do all these things, but sometimes it takes someone to be an intercessor, someone to stand in the gap, and someone to pray for me. And so my wife oftentimes will do that, or close family members will do that, okay? And they will pray. They'll see the attack. They know me. Watch this. They know me. And they realize he's not acting himself. Something's going on spiritually that I can't see, but God can see it. And they start quoting the word of God. See, the word of God says, resist the devil and he will flee. Meaning sometimes it takes all you can just to zip your trap when you're being attacked and not lash out at someone else. But that's why Paul says, for we're not fighting each other. We're not wrestling each other. But see, we want to wrestle each other. When we're being oppressed, when we're being attacked, okay, when we're feeling like this, we want to go at it with someone. I mean, we want to verbalize and we want to show through our actions what I'm feeling. And, and it's never justified, but we feel it's justified. Are you with me? So does it make sense? For the last six months, you've been walking into the office, high-fiving your boss, okay? He belongs to the Lord. You get along all the time. But one Monday morning, you come in, and he just eats your lunch. I mean, he doesn't grab your lunch. I mean, he starts going off on you. He starts picking on you for your paperwork, your dress. When was the last time you shined your shoes? You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're, there's cutbacks. I mean, here's the thing. What's going on? Is he, is he just hate me? Out of six months, out of all those days, all of a sudden, he decides to hate me? He's being attacked by the enemy. But you as a Christian need to be wise, okay, to see the tactics of the enemy. Okay, you have to understand, you know, for almost six months, my boss has been perfect. And now he's a jerk off, okay? What's wrong? You have to understand what's wrong. He's in a battle. What do you do? First of all, you don't take offense to it because that's not how he feels. Okay, that's not really how he feels, because you know how he feels, because he's been consistent, okay? A nice guy, a, a born-again believer. He's been walking the walk and talking the talk for six months, and now he has a bad day, which isn't a bad day. He's being attacked, okay? And so you need to stand in the gap. You need to be in an intercessory prayer. You need to be the warrior, because he needs someone to help him, okay? And God can help him, but I have to ask God to help him, to restrain the enemy from his life. I'm not going to wrestle my boss. I'm not going to fight my boss. I'm not going to get in a verbal argument with my boss. I'm going to pray for my boss. I'm going to see with these eyes what's really going on and hear with these ears, okay? And I'm going to commit it to God Almighty and he's going to crush the enemy. See, God the Father in the Garden of Eden is speaking to the snake. And you know what God says? He's saying this, okay? He's going to crush your head, snake. Who's it referring to? It's referring to Jesus. Yeah, you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. He's going to smash you to smithereens. And did Jesus not do that on the cross? Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. And all three of those, guess who has the keys? King Jesus. Satan is trying to fight as if he won the battle that day. 
He has not won, okay? That's why it says stand still and watch the salvation of the Lord, which he will do this very day. You need to be consistent in your walk with Christ and consistent, okay, of having spiritual discernment to understand, hey, something's going on with Joe. Joe's not acting or something's going on with my wife or my children or this person or this neighbor, okay? And realize that you need to be what? Christ. What do you mean? You need to be the love of Christ and the mercy of Christ. You need to forgive and forget. Friends, you don't need to jump into the arena of the octagon and go at it with those people that you love who have been good to you and because they have one weekend moment where the enemy takes over, you want to throw them away. God says, I'm not throwing anybody away, okay? Look at God's not throwing us away. We need to be the hands of Christ and the feet of Christ, okay? We need to exhibit what would Jesus do daily to those who are suffering. Now watch this, guys. In my life, there have been people that absolutely loved me, adored me, okay, family members, friends, but I can remember shadows, okay? I can remember little seasons. I can remember certain days where that person wasn't consistent in their feelings towards me, meaning they weren't consistent in their actions of how they had acted in the past. And I always kind of just like, why did they do that? Why did they say that? Why did they lash out? It's because of Satan. You got to realize, okay, what we're talking about is spiritual warfare. See, Satan comes along, okay, watch this, like a roaring lion, okay, sneaky, seeking whom he may devour. Now watch this. Some of you might not be experiencing very much of this, but you might be experiencing it in dealing with other people, where from time to time, you see Satan popping up his little ugly head. Watch this. Do you know why Satan doesn't come around a lot of times and attack you? He doesn't want you getting used to him. Watch this very carefully, okay? He doesn't want you getting used to his MO, his method of operation, how he acts, because you will start to be able to adjust to those feelings, to the anxiety, to the bitterness, to the anger. However you respond when the oppressive spirit comes, you can start to feel, okay, I'm being attacked. And the first thing you will do when you recognize the enemy is trying to invade your territory is you will drop down to your knees. And Satan hates when you're praying to Almighty God. Satan loves when you're lashing out with your tongue. You got to realize it. Satan wants to use your mouth, okay, to hurt those people that you love the most, okay? Because here's the thing. We're so vulnerable around people that we drop our defenses with. We're so vulnerable around those people that we feel love us. Those are the people that hurt us the deepest, okay? The people that are supposed to care for us are now attacking us, and we can't put two and two together. Satan. Guys, watch this very carefully. Every opportunity, okay, that Satan can come and oppress you and harass you, he doesn't. Why? Because he doesn't want you getting used to him. See, if he visited you every other day, you would start to understand. You would start to sense. You would see, when this is happening, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking about. I mean, here's the thing. And you will start to pick up the mannerisms of your life and the feelings that you're feeling, okay? And you will be able to fight him off through the word of God and through prayer. So he doesn't want you getting used to him. So what does he do? He sneaks around. And he doesn't come around. But when he comes around, he roars like a lion. He's, 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 he's sneaky. And he's, he's waiting. Sometimes he's waiting for you to be really tired, okay, or hungry, or, or lonely. See, see it's, it's the acronym HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, okay? And when you're at your weakest, when you're vulnerable, then he wants to wrestle. Then he wants to attack because none of us handle it very well, okay? 
are, are you with me, okay? When you see this happening to someone else, you have to help them. You don't need to judge them. You don't need to fight them, okay? It's not you against them. It's not my, I'm right, he's wrong. It's not that. It's a spiritual attack. Look at, look at, look at. I don't care what it's about. Look at, look at, look at. It's always over something stupid normally, okay? It doesn't matter who's right, who's wrong. God's right. Don't be a clanging symbol demanding your rights over something that you might be right in principle over, okay? But your heart's wrong. So God says you're wrong. Look at, look at, look at. When you're being attacked, it's never about the issue that's being displayed. And it always has to do with something. I mean, Satan's trying to get you to justify and to jump on something that you feel is an injustice, that you feel is wrong, okay? And you start verbalizing these things. You can't do it. You got, you got to go to God. You guys, when you, when you realize this is happening, okay, and, it's ha and you're the victim, okay, okay, God says he promises in his word he will always make a way of escape. You don't have to sin. But most of the time, okay, Satan won't leave you alone until you do sin. It's only after you verbalize that what? Vomit. Spiritual vomit, okay, of darkness and wickedness out of your heart, out of your mind, out of the mouth of Satan, okay, and you verbalize that, that he leaves you alone. He's training you. Look at the enemy is training some of you, okay? It's only after you lash out. And there's some guy, look at, look at, look at, look at. I absolutely know this because it used to be me. I know there's husbands out there, okay? You will be oppressed. You, all of a sudden, you're just angry and you start picking on your wife, okay? And you say some of the most awful things to your wife, okay? But then after you do that, the spirit, okay, of lawlessness, this spirit of wickedness, this darkness, this oppressive power leaves you. Then you start feeling better and you have to go to your wife and apologize, but you've scarred her. Look at, look at, look at, look at, you scarred her so deeply, okay? Because you're supposed to be the what? Head of household. You're supposed to be the one, okay, who loves her the most, who promises to protect her, okay? Through death do us part, okay? You're supposed to be the man. You're supposed to be the knight in shining armor. And what you are doing is attacking that which you're supposed to love the most in this life. And it happens all the time. And I know I'm talking to men. I guarantee I'm talking to men that are doing this all of the time. And they don't understand why am I doing, why am I saying this? to the person I love the most. You know, even a few hours later, I'm going to want to sleep with my wife and have sex with her. But yet, yet, I'm going to treat her like a piece of crap now because you can't control your flesh. You got to zip it. Friends, when you're feeling like this, you got to go to prayer. I mean, you got to get on your knees, okay? And you got to shut up. You got to get away from people until that oppressive spirit leaves. You might just say this, honey, I'm being attacked by the enemy. Would you pray for me? I got to go for a walk. You got to get away from people, anyone that you're going to verbalize that darkness to. You got to get away, okay? He'll eventually, if you resist him, he has to leave because God's word said it and God doesn't lie and he doesn't change. Guys, can, let me share this. Too many of us, look at, look at, look at, too many of us are wrestling each other in the wrong way. I'm not talking about husbands and wife wrestlings on the weekend when the kids are away. <laughs> no, look at, look at, look at. Too many, that was funny guys, that was funny. Look at, too many of us are wrestling. We're engaging in battles, okay, that we shouldn't be engaging in because the enemy is not another person. The enemy is not flesh. It's a spiritual fight, okay? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it seems like most of the time that's what you and I are doing. So guys, watch this. What am I doing? Look at very carefully. 
the enemy can only hang out in darkness because when he was kicked out of heaven, he was kicked out of the presence of God, okay? He was kicked out, okay? And he has to reside in darkness. God is light, he is darkness. He has permission, okay, to roam around in darkness. I, I've gone over this. I have several videos about this and I'll post them, okay? Look at very carefully. When you look at your life, and I'm not picking on you, guys. This isn't, a, this isn't a devotion about picking on you. And sometimes you think I'm picking on you, but I'm not picking on you because if it helps one person, okay, to turn from and to turn towards God and make the changes, it was worth it, okay? Matt loves you. Tracy loves you. We're always praying for you. So, guys, it is so important to do what God says. When God says, be holy for I'm holy, Satan can't hang out in holiness, okay? He, he can't, okay? To live a life of what? Righteousness. He doesn't want to be around righteous people. Why? Because there's no darkness. Satan can only hang out in what? Darkness. Let me explain it this way, okay? When we make choices, okay, and we're living our life, okay, in a way that is contrary to what we know God said, okay, and what he expects in our life, okay, Satan can come in anytime he wants. He doesn't come in all the time, okay, but he's always there. He's always roaming around, waiting for the time to pounce. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, but when you're living in righteousness and holiness, okay, when you're picking up your cross daily, when you've excluded all the garbage out of your life, now I'm not saying you're perfect because you're not, okay, but meaning you're, you're an open vessel unto God, okay? See, we need to be like David. David said, look at me, Lord. I can't, my heart is despicably wicked. That's what Jeremiah said, but that's what David is verbalized. He says, there could be, there may be darkness, there may be sin, there may be something that you don't like, okay, and the enemy of my soul can take advantage of me. He's opening his soul up to God and his spirit and his whole life. He says, search me and know me, Lord. Tell me if something isn't right, okay? And God will always do that when you're willing to obey him. Sometimes we pray that, but when he says this, we, won't, we don't want to change, okay? But by not changing, we're in what? We're in sin, which is what? Which is darkness. Where does Satan hang out? Hangs out in darkness, okay? So he can waylay you. I mean, honestly, he can come and he can attack you. And what he does, watch this very carefully, is he picks you apart a little bit and a little bit. One weekend, you verbalize something to your wife. A few more days go by, you do it again. Three weeks are good, you do it again. You do it again. Month goes by, you do it again. Finally, your wife gets to the place where she doesn't feel she can love you. She doesn't feel that she can trust you, that you don't have her best interest at heart, that you're always picking on her, that you don't understand her. What is Satan trying to do? Bring division, break up the family. How does he do it? He hangs out in darkness. Where's the darkness? It's in your life because of what? Because of decisions, because of what? Because of your choices, because of what? You ignore God, okay? Because of what? You didn't consider the consequences of sin. You See guys, it, it, it all makes sense when you understand it, okay? He's trying to destroy you slowly. He's trying to destroy your relationships one at a time, one day at a time, one comment at a time, okay? Uh, one weekend at a time, okay? One evening at a time, one movie at a time. See, and when we start to feel like this, when we have that oppressive spirit and we start to feel waylaid, you know, sometimes we're running to sin for comfort instead of running into the arms of God. We're doing the exact opposite, which is opening the door even wider, okay, for the enemy to come and try to rape us over the coals. So, and you might say, well, Matt, what do I need to do? I need to examine my own life. And if I know I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, repent of that, turn from that, Stop it, okay? The next thing I need to do is I need to be on guard. And what are you talking about? Friends, we're always in a battle. For every day of our lives, we're gonna be in a battle with the enemy of our souls. He, he doesn't relent.
Okay, and some of you, you're not experiencing a lot of it because you're no threat to the kingdom of Satan, okay? You're in the kingdom of Satan. You're doing everything he wants you to do while going to church and people are looking at your lifestyle justifying their sin. They're justifying their lifestyle. You're sharing in Bible study the movie you went and saw, which is filth and garbage and darkness and wickedness, okay? And the guy who was struggling whether to go see that movie is going to use what you said to justify his actions. Well, George, he's a deacon. He's an elder. He went and saw it. It has to be okay. If he's going to heaven, surely I can go to heaven and watch the filth and the darkness of this world. Not. See, guys, I have to realize every single day of my life, I'm in a battle. Not against people, but against the kingdom of darkness. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the wickedness of this world, against spiritual darkness in high places. See, I'm always fighting the enemy of my soul, either in my life or someone else's life, okay? I got to arm up and bear up, okay? Do it God's way and allow him to fight the fights I can't win in and of myself, but Christ already won them in Calvary. When I look over my life, I got zero enemies. Oh, look, 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 look. I got lots of people that think I'm the enemy, but in my heart, zero enemies. They're acting the way they're acting because they're lost, they're blinded, okay? Or they're being oppressed by the enemy, okay? If the enemy wasn't around, okay, you would not believe how people would act. We wouldn't be picking on each other. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be fighting each other. There would be no more of these comments, okay, and these gestures, okay, and these mannerisms and deception and law. You, you got to understand, so much of what we're fighting with would be gone. It would just be people and Christ, the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, and we could extend that to a lost and dying world. You're not fighting a person, okay? And if right now you can think of someone that you're at odds with, forgive them. They wouldn't act like that unless they were lost okay? Blinded or oppressed, okay? Satan has, uh, has done a number on them, okay? You're in Christ, are you not? Forgive them. There's no bitterness in your heart. There's no unforgiveness in your heart because why? I forgive so I can be forgiven. The bitter root, it's not taking hold in my life. Those roots aren't going down. Why? Because it defiles me and it destroys me. As someone else is living, I get bitter and get sick, okay? And then I suffer the consequences of living a life that's contrary to what God said. Hey guys, I guess what I'm saying is from here on out, I want you to forgive people for the things that they said and did to you. I don't care what it was, okay? Okay? So much of our attitudes, our behaviors are influenced by the enemy from the darkest, okay, of darks, okay? Having us say things and do things that really aren't us, okay? Really, look at, look at, look at. We're children of God, okay? And if that person says they're a child of God, okay, listen. Maybe they were oppressed that day. Maybe they're blinded in their sins. Maybe something's going on in their life. Hurt people hurt people. I don't know what it is in your life, but I want to forgive. I want to be an ambassador of hope. See, friends, I want to shine God's love on each and every person that comes across my path. I, I don't want to be an island unto myself. Th that's not what Christ did. Guys, guys, look at, look at, look at, look at, man, look at, look at. We have to be what we say we are. I mean, are we truly born again? Is the old man died? Then we have to act like it, okay? And we need to be 100% consistent, okay? I mean, as soon as you sin, make it right. You got to do the things that you know to do daily, okay? Every single day. Do not use this mouth to destroy people. Don't do it, okay? Really? Well, guys, I hope this helped you out. And here's the thing. I can tell you early on, the enemy had the best of me. He really did. Lately, here's the thing. I've been fighting a good fight. Look at, look at, am I perfect in my fighting? No, 
okay? I'm perfect on getting on my knees very quickly, though, and asking God to fight for me, okay? Look, that's what we have to do, okay? I need you to stand in the gap for other people, and I need you to forgive every last person. Husbands, listen to me very carefully. I'm not mincing words with you, okay? Stop it, okay? Start treating your wife, okay, as the gift that she is. God gave you a wife, okay? She is absolutely, absolutely, okay, a gift from Almighty God. She's not a slave. She's a helpmate. Do not verbalize the filth of the enemy through your mind, through your mouth, onto her, okay? She doesn't deserve it. She doesn't need it, okay? And, and eventually it backfires, okay? Start building her up over the days and the months and the years, okay? And start admonishing her. She's a Proverbs 31 woman, okay? And if she's not, as you start treating her with love, okay, she will be transformed into that which God planned for her originally. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.